We're studying the story of our great redemption, the innocent Jesus giving his life for the guilty humanity. And our foundation scripture that Peter preached about on the day of Pentecost, Acts 2.27, because you will not leave my, being Jesus, soul in Hades, nor will you give your Holy One to see corruption. And we said, and I'm reading from the New King James Version, and that's why instead of hell, it, said, it uses the word Hades. Because it's the same word for the hell of flames and torments that the wicked rich man was taken to in uh, Luke chapter 16, verses 19 through 24. I told you that this word is used ten times in the New Testament, and it is never a reference to the grave, and it is never a reference to Abraham's bosom, which was the place of protection for people that died with God, like the Lazarus and Abraham were, the place that they were at in the same story in Luke 16. And that place existed only until Jesus was raised from the dead, and then finally people could now, when they die, go to heaven. Jesus went to hell in our place, and he suffered for us what we would have to suffer. And thank God we don't have to go to hell because he went for us. And we saw Jesus' sufferings in Hades for us in Psalms 88 and Psalms 18. Amen. Jesus was the innocent lamb that was slain so the father could get his family back. Thank God. He, was ne he had never sinned or failed God's covenant in any way. He had walked in righteousness and purity all his life. Yet at the cross, he willfully subjected himself to sin, death, Satan, the curse, and he went to Hades, the place of torment in the underworld, in order to redeem us. And thank God there's many scriptures that reveal this, and I'll give them to you. Philippians 2, 7 and 8, Hebrews 2, 14, Galatians 3, 13, and John 3, 14. As you can see, we're building to a crescendo in all of this, and it is surely coming forth. Glory to God. We saw how Psalms 18 meshed with Psalms 88. And now watch how the following builds on both of these Psalms, and even Isaiah 53, and it begins to complete the picture for us. Now we're going to go to the great second chapter of Jonah. No doubt. This chapter is a prophetic utterance of Jesus' sufferings and his deliverance from Hades. How do we know this? Out of Jesus' own mouth. Matthew 12, 40. Go read it. That's more than enough proof of this. And I'm going to quote it again. I've been quoting it over and over again to set up this great revelation. Look at what it says. And even as Jonah was in the belly of the fish, the huge fish, Three days and three nights, so, or just like that, and so shall the Son of Man be in the heart of the earth three days and three nights. Now, this is where Jesus got his three days and three nights reference that he uses over and over again. Jesus' experience in hell was similar to Jonah when he was three days and nights in the heart of the earth. And just like Jonah, he was conscious of his existence. He was an extreme suffering and agony like Jonah was. And he prayed from the heart of the earth to God like Jonah did. Let's go see the book of Jonah. I mean, this is where Jesus got it. This is where he was for three days and three nights after he vacated his physical body on the cross. So let's study it. Jonah chapter 1 verse 17 says, And Jehovah had appointed a great fish to swallow Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. See, that's where Jesus got it. Again, Jesus was three days and nights in the belly or the heart of the earth. 
He went to the deepest hellhole for us. Now, folks, this means that regardless of how far a human being has sunk in this life into depravity or the curse, Jesus went even deeper. He did all that so that we could now go free from bondage. And that's what this is all about. Jesus suffered the worst of hell so we could get the best of heaven. Woo, hallelujah. Jesus was put into the deepest hell hole on earth so that now, regardless of the hell a person can be living in in this life, they can walk out the victory in Christ Jesus. Jonah chapter 2 and verse 1, And Jonah prayed to Jehovah his God out of the belly of the fish. Just like Jonah prayed from the belly of the great fish, so Jesus prayed to Jehovah from the heart or the center of the earth. Jesus prayed to God right from the midst of hell. Now, isn't that exactly what we saw in Psalms 88 and Psalms 18 and what we learned in these powerful messianic psalms? Yes, it is. And we'll see more of it on our next study in the name of Jesus. Amen.